Hi, welcome to True Creeps, where the stories are true and the creeps are real. We'll cover stories from grotesque gore to the possibly plausible paranormal, to horrifying history, to tense and terrible true crime, and everything else that goes bump in the night. We're your hosts, Amanda, and I'm Lindsay, and we want you to join us while we creep. We cover mature topics. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to our snakes episode. <laughs> I need you to know that one of the reasons that we're doing this, well, actually, no, it's the reason that we're doing it because I picked what we were researching. It's because I literally had a dream that we did an episode about snakes and people were like very excited about it. So I was like, my visions can't be wrong. <laughs> we're leaving this up to psychic Lindsay now. Look, maybe she knows some things. So here we go. We've got just some weird snake facts, some snake history. Some myths, a little superstition. We've got to have at least one cryptid and a true crime case. And although we aren't afraid of snakes, they fall in the spooky realm. But people who have a big fear of snakes so much that it's a phobia, it's called ophidiophobia, which is fun to say. Say it with us. Ophidiophobia. <laughs> we were saying it over and over again before we started recording. Yeah. But I didn't realize that so many people, well, I guess I kind of did, but a lot of people are afraid of snakes. and. It's one of the top 10 fears that people have is snakes. Is it? Huh. Interesting. Well, if you're afraid of them, this is going to be a real spooky episode for you. So just some snake facts to start. The biggest snakes in the world, there's actually two different ones. So there's two different categories. When I thought big snake, my brain automatically went to what was the longest snake. But there's the longest <laughs> and the heaviest, which I, I love oh. that. So the longest snake is a reticulated python, which is 32 feet, 9 inches. And so, Amanda, I know you were wondering, how many 12-year-old boys is that? Absolutely. That's 6.7. Oh, okay. Okay. 12-year-old boys. And the heaviest snake, which is, is a giant green anaconda, and they can weigh up to 550 pounds. That's crazy. Have you actually seen like a really big snake like that before? No. We've got to, I forget, we go to a lot of sanctuaries, zoos, things like that. And there was one that took one out, like just a giant snake. And they put it in this, like, think of like a petting zoo type area. Okay. But it's just this big gated area. And they spread it out and let all the kids go and pet it. I love that. It was like a train, but like a snake. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vision I'm getting. Snake train. Yeah. This could eat you. <laughs> Here, kids. Come here. Yeah. So talking about big snakes, by the way, there are some prehistorically fucking massive snakes. The first one we're going to talk about is the Polyphus Colossus. Or I think Beetlejuice Snake. Yes. I mean, it's definitely got Beetlejuice vibes. Yeah. Obviously black and white striped, but it's also got like a real pink kind of face. <laughs> it looks so cute. It is. No, it's cute. It's cute. I just don't like that it's got like that pink in the front. I don't know why. That just makes it look a little creepy. It just has purple hair. It's fine. No, no, no. To me, it looks like the front of a Barbie foot. <laughs> I am absolutely right, too. That is the exact color of it. So it's the, the Barbie foot snake. Okay. But, okay, it's the largest sea snake ever, from what I understand. And it went extinct 33 million years ago. And it was up to 30 feet long. Okay. Which is pretty fucking big. It's not as big as the reticulated python. But that's still pretty big to just be, like, swimming. Can you imagine you're, like, in the ocean and that just swams next to you. Like, I would flip the fuck out. Have you seen the video? I don't know if it went nationwide, but there's a video of people on a boat recently, and they were at a lake. I think it was in Arizona, though. Typical. And they're at a lake, and there's a snake 
in the water and it's swimming towards them. And then it jumps onto the boat. Oh, no. And my heart died a little because I'm not afraid of snakes, but like certain snakes here can really, really hurt or kill you. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm okay with them existing, but I don't want them jumping on my boat where there's nowhere to go and it can outswim me. Here's the thing. I'm okay with snakes and honestly, any wildlife. When I am in their space, if I'm in your space, you get to exist. But don't come into my space, Tom's or otherwise, if you know, you know. If not, you're too young. <laughs> uh, but don't come onto the fucking boat. You don't have any business up here. Like, yeah. get. I think it just wanted to sun itself. It was like, oh, look, oh, or maybe it needed a rest. I don't know. But just the people are like, what do we do? And I put myself in their position. I'm like, I don't know what I would do. I think that would be the end of me. Panic. I would just panic. Yeah. And so these particular snakes were built a little bit different than snakes today. They had a stiffer spine than contemporary snakes, which means that it couldn't constrict, Oh, which is interesting. Scientists theorize that it used its jaw as a means of killing its prey because they don't think it was venomous, but they do think it gave live birth. Okay. So a lot of snakes do that, though. I thought they laid eggs. Mm-mm, not all. They're just scriggling on out? Yeah. So like rattlesnakes don't. Interesting. So the polyphus, it was so big that they think that it may have eaten sea creatures as large as baby whales. Oh. That's a fucking big snake. What about basilosauruses? How did they interact? Honestly, considering that they had brittle bones, they probably just swallowed them up, crunched them <gasps> on up. That's what killed them? That's what that jaw's for. Yeah, their jaws were for crunching. For crunching basilosauruses. You know that video of... um. The Basilosaurus fighting. I wonder if there's one with this. Oh my god. <laughs> Basilosaurus versus Paleophis. There's not. I'm very disappointed Ugh. though. Alright, someone get on that. <laughs> I would love to be able to search any creature versus Basilosaurus and see it get absolutely wrecked every single time because it's the leaven of the sea. No, it would win. With brittle bones. <laughs> and one of our stickers, by the way, for this year's Patreon is pro Basilosaurus. <laughs> so I want I, I hope everyone is wearing that proud somewhere. Facetiously? No. Or proud, whichever. <laughs> oh my god, those are big feelings. Okay, so the other prehistoric snake that we're gonna talk about is the Titan Boa. And it can be up to fifty feet long, which ten point three twelve year old boys. And so scientists debate whether it constricted its prey or whether it used jaw strength because it is part of the boa constrictor family. Interesting. It likely ate mostly fish, but it did eat some larger and more aggressive prey like alligators. Oh. Yeah. And it lived 60 million years ago. It likely lived on like water and land, but because it was so big, it probably was easier to be in water. But it wasn't a sea snake. It was an amphibian. Anyway... <laughs> An interesting note about both of these are is that they're fucking big, right? They're massive. And one of the reasons they could get so big was because they existed during a natural part of the Earth's history where the Earth was warmer. So when climates get warmer, snakes get bigger. 
oh god i gotta get out of here so like (laughs) in case you needed like another reason to be anti-global warming big fucking snakes can go on that list is that some creatures are going to start to get bigger than we would otherwise see them i think you just solved it i think i did we just had those commercials up there are you wanting snakes to get bigger if not you need to help with the global warming crisis right now hey you how do you feel about 50 feet snakes not great perhaps consider recycling not having the massive fucking vehicle believing science not voting for people who don't believe in science she solved it leaving things up to sky daddy this could be for you there's my ad and it's just like terrifying snakes like just massive fucking snakes just fucking (laughs) wreaking havoc like just like eating small designer dogs and labradoodles because i'm not look i'm not pro this i'm just saying i can't watch that no one would watch that i thought it had to be like them growing so big you know like um it's like normal snakes this is just a depiction of what could happen and it's this giant snake like overlord eating the people oh see here no here's what i want in terms of social problem framing you have to get people where it hurts and where it hurts is children and dogs and millennials are choosing to not have children we're choosing to have pets so you unfortunately have to go for the pets so you have to have like this massive snake just fucking pushing through a house and taking someone's cats uh a a child splashing in a pool and a snake just comes through the fence and is like no i'm eating little adelaide and like (laughs) eating obviously the beetlejuice one coming in and then like i don't know a a designer dog that is clearly bred and it's just like nope that's the ad i want like a weird sound with it yoink oh not the one i just made which is clearly not a snake sound (laughs) And like, just also, I would, I wonder the tongue length of a snake that large. Hmm. You're welcome. A thing we're going to think about now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So let's move on to snake superstitions. Lots of these overlap geographically. So here's just a big list. The first one is killing the first snake you see will bring you good luck, which I don't like that one. That's not nice. Seeing one, though, generally is a good omen in some areas. I like that it's kill it immediately or just be happy you see it. Right. Okay, that's very, very different. Another one is obviously snakes shed their skin, right? So if you find one and you put it in your garden, the skin itself, it's thought to help you grow wealth for some reason. I don't know why. That seems a little weird. I also saw some offshoots of that where that's one of the reasons why a snake skin on wallets exist. It's because they're thought to attract wealth. Interesting. But why the boots? Because these boots are made for walking, ready to wealth. Oh. You're welcome. Thanks. Now, here's another one. If you see tracks made from a snake slithering, you will develop a skin rash. I feel like that could have been in like weird doctoring, that episode. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, your skin rash. Have you seen any snakes lately? Yeah. Now, if you hurt a snake, its mate will remember your face and it will find you. And it will exact revenge. The Liam Neeson of snakes. That's what I was going to say. I was like, that's what the movie was based off of, is a snake vendetta. You're completely just being stalked by a snake because you accidentally, like, ran one over. Can you see that movie playing in your head, though? The dramatic, like, sounds, and then it goes to outside, and it's a snake looking inside the window, and then it, like, points eyebrows, because it has eyebrows down. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And it, it's on the phone, and it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. 
dumbest joke I've ever made. <laughs> You're welcome. But like, uh, I don't know how it's holding itself in, but it is. Clearly. You know, um, I don't know if you get ads or if anyone else does like I do. I don't even own fucking chickens. But I get a lot of ads for those little arms. That oh, you can put absolutely. On, like, yes, I do. And it's little arms. That's what it has. Oh, smart. Yeah. Yeah. It helps. So another one is snake bites are thought to be a cure for some ailments. I don't think I want that. Which I don't really see pain and, you know, Mm -mm. venom doesn't sound all that great. (laughs) Snake bites are also considered to bring good fortune. And again, like a hospital stay is not good fortune. Maybe everything that happens after you got bit by a snake seems great because you aren't being bit by a snake. That could be true. Have you gotten on the site of TikTok yet where it's this guy walking around, I don't know, I think it's like Florida, and he's barefoot, and he just like picks up all these creatures as he's walking? No, I have not. I'm going to send them to you. I did hear on TikTok that apparently this summer, the summer of 2023 is barefoot boy summer, where like bros are going barefoot, and I have been in at least two public places where people should have been wearing shoes where very bro like men were not wearing shoes and i was like this is the worst fucking trend i hate this you know what that's another point for arizona you can't do it your feet would burn off okay arizona too the rest of the world seven million like <laughs> it's just not gonna <laughs> amanda's talking shit like earlier in the week her plant wasn't just like popcorning leaves out of its body making this horrific sound <laughs> so fucking weird it's real hot here guys no but the tiktok is a guy in the florida everglades though oh no just like not in the everglades yeah yeah it comes up ever so often next time i see one i'm gonna send it to you because it's unsettling these next door my absolute favorite by the way oh yeah these are good these are great so (laughs) if you annoy a snake that is sitting on a hill then walk down the hill the snake will one bite its own tail and make a circle. Then it'll position its body into a hoop and it will roll down the hill like a wheel to bite you. So it'll like wheel right next to you and then unwheel mm-hmm. and then bite you. And then I imagine it wheeling back up. Oh, yeah. Well, here's my thing is that snakes have other methods of moving. So why would it do a version in which it had to bite itself? This also doesn't seem particularly fast. Also, just going back to it, maybe the people on the boat, like someone on there, killed a snake's mate and that's why it was like so like set on coming specifically to them because it was like i remember your face fucker i am coming for you that's exactly it yeah absolutely i'll post that at some point too we'll put on our stories because it's unsettling it really is okay so we also found one very bizarre myth that i feel like there's a whole picture in your head as i'm going to say this so the myth is that snakes will be attracted by a bowl of milk and i have literally never heard anything about snakes and milk in my entire life Mm -mm. is there snake santa claus now or what snake a claus uh (laughs) snake a claus you have to pronounce the s a lot snake a claus but so snakes will drink anything if they're incredibly dehydrated but otherwise they cannot digest dairy so they would have to be to the point of death to be like i'm going to have some milk as a lot of people feel yeah I go through milk phases. So this myth about snakes and milk started because farmers kept seeing snakes slithering into their barns. And so naturally, they thought they're sneaking in to drink from the cow's udders. Okay. (laughs) And what a fucking 
jump. Like, what a fucking leap. Also, your brain pictures it, right? Why is that where they went? I don't know, because especially like farm, I think like maybe chickens and stuff too. And they- Or eggs. The chicken eggs. Yeah. Yeah. It is far more likely that what they were doing was eating the rodents that lived in the barn. And that makes sense. Yeah. But like, I can't imagine being like, yep, that snake's probably in there to suck on the teat of that cow. What? (laughs) So we also have one cryptid. Just a little bit of info on it. And it's called a sky serpent. I like this. Obviously, it's in the sky. It can fly. Oh, a little rhyme. But it's interesting because sky snakes are not thought to have wings. They look like a typical snake. It's just that they're in the sky. And that's what's weird because, like, how the fuck are they in the sky? And they've been (laughs) seen in a lot of different colors. And they're thought to be able to breathe fire or lightning. Oh, okay. And it's interesting kind of, like, as, like, a aside from that is that they're not seen just near storms because I would be like, oh, are you seeing some type of like weird cloud pattern and that you're assuming is a snake? But they're not seen just in storms, which I guess I assume that because there was lightning involved. Yeah. But they're often seen near sunrises or kind of off the horizon. With these, I wonder if it's similar to the Snallygaster situation that we talked about, where if you don't recall, we were like, oh, I wonder if it was just a bird who picked up an octopus and people were like, that's one creature that looks really fucking weird. Yeah. And rather like a bird tried to eat a snake and then they dropped it and it's like just in the air until it hits the ground. And people are like, there's a flying snake. (laughs) Also, the pictures on the internet are fucking wacky, like wacky as hell. I love them. You know what I was thinking of when you said sky snake, Hmm? you know, the various places where it's rained. What was it? Tadpoles, I think at one point. Or spiders, because they've gotten, like, lifted into the atmosphere somehow. I was like, holy fuck, did that happen with snakes? Like, they got lifted up and it just rained snakes? I don't know. That's where my brain went to when you said sky snake the first time. Because I was like, watch, that's something. You know, we should put that on. I don't know if you've seen the TikToks with the 2023 bingo cards. I haven't seen the 2023 bingo card because I've just given up on trying to predict what fucking weird, batshit, crazy stuff's going to happen. It's all unpredictable and kind of horrible if it's on a mass level. Yeah. So... Now let's move into our true crime phase for today. And that is the murder of Uthra in India. And in May of 2020, Uthra's mother found Uthra, who had a visible snake bite, dead in her bed. The examination of Uthra's body confirmed that she had died from a spectacled cobra bite. And they are highly venomous. Like when you think venomous snake, normally I think cobra. Yeah. So highly venomous. Her parents filed a complaint with law enforcement because they were suspicious. I think rightly so, as we're going to discuss. Yes, yes. Suraj Kumar and Uthra got married in 2019. Per court documents, Kumar married Uthra for financial gain. Her dowry was 720 grams of gold, a car, and 500,000 rupees. From what we understand today, one gram of gold is 6186-ish in US dollars which means that amount of gold was worth $44,539. Damn. Yeah, yeah. And 500,000 rupees is worth about $6,098. So yeah, like lots of financial gain there. Yeah. So Uthra was described as very kind and only seeing the good in people. So a good person. She also did have a learning disability. And within the year of their marriage, they had a son. Uthra's father was giving Kumar 8,000 rupees a month. This is about $107 a month in US dollars. 
He also said that Kumar's father insisted that Uthra's parents pay for the following. Admission costs for an MBA course for Kumar's sister, which is kind of random, household appliances, an additional car, furniture, and home renovations. So they wanted a lot. So soon after their marriage, also in 2019, Kumar started becoming obsessed with snakes. He would spend hours watching YouTube videos about snakes and snake trainers. And there's one in particular who he watched more than anyone else. And we'll talk about him in a little bit. So on February 26th of 2020, he bought a Russell Viper from a snake handler for 10,000 rupees, which is about 135 US dollars. The following day, he left the Viper on the staircase of their home. And he then asked Uthra if she would go downstairs to get his cell phone for him. Gosh. Fucking rude. Yeah. He had hoped she would get bitten by the snake and die. However, rather, when she started walking down the stairs, she saw the snake and yelled for him. And so he caught the snake in a plastic bag. And I'm like, that seems like a very bad way to catch a snake, especially one that you know is poisonous. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to put it in this plastic bag. From watching all those videos, you would think that he would have developed a safer way for himself, at least, right? Yeah, yeah. So just a few days later, on March 2nd of 2020, Kumar drugged Uthar with sedatives in her rice pudding. Once she was asleep, he forced the viper to bite Uthra. He then threw the snake outside of the house. Now, that would cause incredible pain. So not surprisingly, Uthra woke up and she started screaming. And Kumar eventually took her to the hospital, but it wasn't immediately. While he was in the hospital, he told people that she had been bitten outside at night while doing laundry. But Uthra said that she never did their laundry after dusk. So while she's in the hospital, the day after, Kumar began searching cobras on his phone. Uthra spent 52 days in the hospital as a result of the snake bite, and she couldn't walk when she was released to her parents' care on April 22nd of that year. Now, on May 6th, Uthra's leg was still bandaged because she had gotten skin grafts. Makes sense. And one of the things that, you know, didn't occur to me was that I guess I always thought snake bites just kind of poisoned you and you died. I never thought about, like, the damage it can do to localized portions of your body. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the spider bites. Yeah, I don't think I ever really thought about what it can do, but it's pretty fucking horrific. And so on the 6th of May, Kumar bought another snake from that same snake handler. And this time it was a cobra. Now, they are at Uthra's parents' house during this time. And he goes into her room and he gives her a glass of juice with sedatives in it. As soon as she falls asleep, he literally threw the cobra at her, but it didn't bite her. So what he did was he forced its fangs as deep as he could get into her left arm two times so just like it's a sad thing to think about but like if you're imagining that like it's going to be human amounts of pressure that he's using to push these teeth into her yeah yeah it's gonna get deeper into like her tissues and stuff Mm -hmm. so her family was super suspicious because there were some basic facts surrounding the bites that were like hmm we can't explain that Mm -hmm. it would have been impossible for the cobra to enter the room on its own it didn't have its little hand things attached right so it can open the door yeah They can't lift their bodies high enough vertically to have gotten through the window. And the air holes for that room had been sealed, so it couldn't just easily crawl in. So since he was forcing the bites, they were wider than a normal bite. And the position of the bite was also strange. I would imagine, too, that looking at it, you would wonder, this is a snake bite looking wound. Is that what this is? Because it would likely be each puncture wound would be bigger. Right, right. Experts also testified that the timing of the attack was suspicious because it was after 8 p.m. 
And typically, cobras are dormant after 8 p.m. The experts also said that cobras typically do not attack unless they're provoked, along with most animals, right? They even made a video of an experiment that they performed where they had put a mannequin in a bed and they tossed a cobra onto the bed, onto the mannequin. And the snake just chose to slither away over and over again. They did another test where they tied a chicken breast to the mannequin's arm and kept poking at the snake. And it only bit into the chicken breast after it had been agitated for some time. So it wasn't choosing to fight right away. Yeah. And it's good to note, too, that while they're doing the experiment with like the poking, they're definitely not hurting the snake, just kind of no. bothering it. Mm -hmm. It's just so fucking bizarre looking. Well, they like cornered it in that video. Oh, too. yeah. It's not like on the bed or anything, but it's just like, what are you doing? Why you mm -hmm. do that? Mm -hmm. So the snake trainer that Kumar watched on YouTube testified against him. I love that so much. And his name was Vava Suresh. He has been bitten 16 times by a Russell's Viper and 240 times by a Cobra. Jeez. That's a lot of bites. He said they were intensely painful and most of the bites were not critical. However, he did have to amputate his middle finger and he can no longer rotate his right wrist fully because of snake bites. Woof. Vava said that snakes only bite for self-protection. He said that they use their venom sparingly so that they typically won't bite twice. They'll do it. And I believe what I remember, too, is like a snake will bite so that it can get away unless it's prey. Makes sense. It's just to inflict pain and stuff to get away from a scary thing or something that could be a potential threat to them. And again, for her, she wasn't a threat <laughs> unless she was like poking at it over and over and over again, which that didn't happen. Yeah. Vava also was certain that Uthra would have definitely woken up after she was bitten if she hadn't been sedated. He also testified that Russell's vipers hadn't been seen in that area of Kumar's home in 15 years. So interesting that one would be there, right? How bizarre. After the murder, Kumar washed the glass that he had put the drugs in. He got rid of the stick that he used to handle the snake, and he deleted his call log because, of course, like the number to the snake handler was still in his phone. You can't make it too obvious. He's no Chad DeBall. I actually think that he is one of the worst criminals I've ever seen. <laughs> in terms of if you're going to use a natural creature as a murder weapon and go through the motions to do that, mm -hmm. why ruin the way that it does that? You see what I'm saying? Like, like by forcing the bite. It. Yeah, by mm -hmm. forcing the bite. Obviously, I don't want anyone to be a good criminal. But it's just interesting that he was like, I bought this creature because it's deadly. And then when it's not deadly, he's like, I'll make it deadly. No one will notice the difference. No one will notice that this is her third fucking snake encounter. Right. And no one else in that area is getting bit as frequently yeah. as her. You yeah. know, like if the neighbors were getting bit here and there or like it was. Or people were seeing them. Like a public alert. Be careful. There's this snake in the area or we're having trouble catching it or whatever. But like yeah. it was just her over and over again. Mm hmm. So the snake's remains were dug up, and when they did an autopsy, they found that its stomach was completely empty. So for this particular snake in the wild, it typically would have eaten every day, and it takes seven days for them to digest their food. Experts said that this proved that the snake had been kept in confinement prior to the bite. So it wasn't just a wild snake out there. Yeah. So I'm adding this in after we've recorded this because Lindsay and I went back and forth like, what snake eats once a day? Because it seemed weird. But apparently this one usually did, or if it didn't, at least once every week, so that if it wasn't kept in confinement, it would have had at least something in its stomach. So unfortunately, we're not snake scientists, but we aim to be eventually. Anyways, 
Kumar was convicted for two attempted murders and the murder of his wife. He was sentenced to two life sentences. Good. And interestingly, this was just one of the cases from India where people were using snakes as a murder weapon. That's a horrifying trend, by the way. It is. It really is. So that's our snakeness today for you. As always, we want to know, are you scared of snakes? Are you more against global warming than you once were? Do you think a snake is going to roll down a hill and bite you? Do you think they'll avenge their love? Also, in a very exciting note, we are just a few short months away from our third anniversary, And we love to do listener stories on our anniversary episodes. So if you have something spooky, creepy, just interesting that you would like to share, please head to our website and click submit your story. We're also going to have a link in our show notes where you can go. You can write your story out for us to read or your voice can be on our show if you submit an audio file. And if while you're recording, you're like, oh, I miss said that. Feel free to say that and we'll edit each one to make sure like you sound as great as you can. If that's holding you back, don't let it because we'd be yeah. happy to edit for you. And also, if you're thinking, oh, man, they say these things relatively well the first time. We don't. You are wrong. We don't. <laughs> so we got you. And any weird fucking story will do. We love them all. Yeah, creepy, weird. If it happened to you, if it happened to someone you know that's okay with you telling their story, that's totally fine, too. Either mm -hmm. way, we want it. Yeah, yeah. And with that, have a great weekend. Thanks for creeping with us. Thanks for listening. And as always, a special thank you to our patrons who support us via Patreon. Please see the link in our show notes to learn more about how you, yes, you, can begin to haunt the dump, guard vortexes, or even become a scorching Sasquatch. Ooh. Also in our show notes, you can find the link to our website, more information on our sources, our social media handles, and our merch store. We'd love for you to keep creeping with us. So if you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the show with your fellow creeps and or ghosts. I beg of you. <laughs>